Have you ever gone after a dream most people would never even try? That was me. I'm Caroline Gardner, a single mom of three, who thought I could never accomplish something like a triathlon until I did, and everything changed. This is a show about people who dare to go after their dreams, especially when met with life's adversities. So let's go find out why we try. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Why We Try podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Gardner, and this is episode 67. In last week's episode, we concluded our Max Cycle mini-series with not six, but seven Max Cyclist Ambassadors. I want to send a special thank you to Mary Jane, Rachel, and Sandy over at Max Cycle for allowing Why We Try podcast to have this collaboration, sit down, and listen to the personal stories of, like I said, not six, but seven Max Cyclists. A great big thank you to those seven Max cyclists. First, we heard the story of Dorothy Smith. Then we went over with Angel Blanco. We had a great conversation with Adam Sapersky. And one of my very favorite conversations was with the Max Cycle creative manager, Diego Ferreira. Can't forget my conversation with Dora Suarez, Mari Lovo, and our bonus episode with Meredith Camel. Thank you all for coming on and opening up a personal side of why you do what you do. It is important to hear these stories and to understand that the people that we go out and ride with or swim with or run with, sometimes it's just for a quick hour or maybe a grueling five-hour bike ride. But knowing that we each show up with something on our mind, maybe something that we're dealing with personally, maybe we are just enjoying the moment, and knowing that there is a why behind us showing up allows us to have a personal connection on another level. And I truthfully believe that One of the main reasons that I've stuck with the endurance sports since 2015 is because it allowed me to connect with individuals who are also struggling with all sorts of challenges in their life. And it's through that facing adversity time and time again and getting out in nature, laughing at ourselves, that camaraderie. It allows me to keep going and keep pushing and encourage others to do so as well. So thank you to everyone who came on and shared their personal personal stories. And thank you to my listeners for going on and giving us a star, five-star rating, promoting it on social media. It's really important because that's how your friends and family members will hear these stories and think to themselves, hmm. Maybe it's time I get up and start moving forward. Now, Max Cycle for the month of July is having a competition that all of those who are cyclists should jump on, whether you're a Max Cyclist ambassador or not. 
you can go over to maxcycle.com. I'll put the link in the show notes and you can participate. If you're a person who racks up the miles, you definitely want to participate with this competition they have going on because they have some great, great prizes. So I'll make sure to leave the link and all the instructions there for you in the show notes here. In today's episode, we are actually going to skip the zone one reflections with Caroline. I am going to jump right into the next conversation because I don't want you guys to miss my com- my next conversation with this author. She was somebody who was introduced to me a while back through coach Noah Lamb, who is the youth triathlon coach for Lightning Warriors. And coach Noah Lamb, if you're listening, thank you so much. You have referred incredible guests, previous guests such as Leah Jansen, Stacy Blanket, Dean Bruno, and so many others. I'm grateful for all your referrals over to the Why We Try podcast. And guys, make sure you check out the Lightning Warriors youth triathlon team. They are crushing it this summer and always. Now, this next guest that Coach Noah Lamb introduced me to is somebody who I really am is in alignment with, with the guests that I've always dreamed of having. And here's why. She is someone who started a little bit later in life with triathlon and with running and endurance sports. And that to me really speaks volumes because when you are starting something a little bit later in life, it is a challenge. It is really a very big challenge in itself. If you're somebody who's been consistent all through high school and college and starting your career and you were able and fortunate enough to continue and stay stay determined through all those ups and downs, wow. If you are someone who's coming in after a, quite a big long break where sometimes we get accustomed to our habits of not walking and not running and not cycling and not trying new things as far as fitness goes, it can be that much more of a challenge to get in the groove of it, if you will. So my next guest, Hillary Topper, is someone who has over a 30-year public relations experience. She runs both HJMT Public Relations, a full-service public relations and social media agency. She's also oversees HJMT Media Company, which brings forward two blogs and a podcast. I'll make sure to link her podcast here in the show notes. She's also an adjunct professor over at Hofstra University, teaching digital communications and public relation classes. Hillary has written two other books as outlined here on google.com. She's written Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Social Media in 2009 and Branding in Digital World in 2019. Now, get this, in her spare time, as if she would have any spare time, she also has two children, she trains for endurance events, right? So she started getting into these endurance events and you'll hear why in our conversation and how that introduction came about. And she's a level one USA certified coach, a running coach, and a certified personal trainer. She runs an international triathlon team called We Are Endurance. She has a local running club where she meets weekly with her members. And she lives in Long Island with her family. Now, she most recently came forward with completion of a book that I am so excited to to reveal to you guys. It's called From Couch Potato to Endurance Athlete. And 
her and I sit down. We go over some of the things in the book, but we don't reveal everything because I highly recommend you reading this book. Hillary's ability to be open and honest, not only about her experiences with in endurance sports, but also about the personal challenges that she found herself being faced with. Oof, did it connect with me on such a deeper level that I am a huge, huge fan of Hillary Topper. And I love going on to Instagram and seeing her, her reels and her, her pieces of advice that she has. They're daily snippets, daily reminders of how we can keep showing up for ourselves and keep going. And as we get older, guys, we need it. You know, if, if we think, oh, we only needed those kind of coaches and motivational nudges when we were younger or even through our 30s, we need it just the same, if not more, as we climb into our 40s and beyond. So grab your favorite beverage, kick back, and enjoy my conversation with Hillary Topper. All right, everybody, as promised, I am here with Hillary Topper. Hillary, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing? How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for having me. Well, I appreciate you coming in after a long trip that I I really wish we could just do the whole episode about your trip. So we'll definitely get into that. How are you doing after coming back from that, that trip that you went on? And tell us where you, you know, went. So I went to Japan and I toured around the southern tip of Japan. And also I went to Busan, South Korea, which was amazing. It was so different than I expected and so much better than I expected. I absolutely loved it. I would totally recommend that trip. But going to Japan, it took me almost 20 hours to get there because I had to fly to LA and then from LA to Tokyo. So it was a very long trip. And we stayed there for three weeks. And during those three weeks, I was totally lost in translation. I I really never felt like I was really there because Mm. of the time difference. It was 13 hours, which is really tough. Coming back, was really not that bad. <laughs> it was pretty easy. So I was I was happy about that. <laughs> You're ready to get back to this time schedule, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us today. And we start every episode with our favorite beverage. So have you brought something with you today for us? What do you have today? I, I have not. I do have my water bottle and I do try to drink at least 60 ounces a day day. Very difficult, but I try. But my favorite beverage, I would say is my first cup of coffee in the morning. Yes, <laughs> that I am a... gets me through the whole day. <laughs> I agree with you. I actually have an afternoon one right now with me with a, a why we try cup. So cheers, we'll take a sip of our, our beverages that we brought today cheers. with us. I'm super excited to have you here because you came to me through a, a a mutual friend of ours, a previous guest of mine, Noah, and he's a coach of the Lightning Warriors, Noah Lamb. And 
he said to me, listen, he, he's given me some people that I must talk to and every single person that he has sent my way that I must talk to has changed some part of my life. And I'm not, Leah Jansen is one of them. I know you had her on your show recently and I will leave Hillary Topper's show and information in the notes of this show for you, you guys listening. And when we talked a while back, it was impressionable to me that you were doing this endurance venture in your life for such a deeper meaning. But I didn't have a full understanding uh, as anyone, like who would do that? Who would know for 15 minutes of talking to somebody until I recently read your book. Wow. So guys, Hillary has, I'm gonna hold it up because I'm sure I'm gonna you know, use this. Look at my, look, I have like notes all, <laughs> all over this book. It is From Couch Potato to Endurance Athlete, published by Meyer Meyer Sport a portrait of an, a non-athletic triathlete, a forward with Danielle Sullivan. Guys, this book is like, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Your heart and soul went into this. I can, I can tell from the first page and there's so much to get into, but first I like to, to ask, I guess, their introduction into the world of endurance sports. And yours is very interesting to me and it's near and dear to my heart. So I'll, I'll let you, you know, take the floor and, and share with us just what was it that said to Hillary, I would like to, to learn and which sport, you know, you can, you can share with us, which sport was it? Yeah. So <clears throat> I was working in my PR firm and I was putting in like 60, 70, 80 hour weeks. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I was constantly going out to, you know, business lunches business breakfast, dinners, networking parties, and just drinking a lot and, and being social. And it just got to the point where I was like, I can't anymore. I'm just, I need to change my life. I just, I can't keep going like this. I felt like I was giving so much to everybody my staff, I had to feed them, I had to make sure that they were getting paid. And, you know, and then my family, I had, you know, two younger children at the time. And my husband and, you know, and, and I'm pulled in so many different directions. And I said, you know what, I need to stop. And I need to just start doing something for me. So what I did was I used to, I used to sit um, I used to take my car. It's so strange. I used to take my car over to the Wantua Parkway and I would sit there and I would watch the runners and they look so graceful and so beautiful. And I was like, I want to do that. But I didn't really know how to start. So I joined a gym for the first time in my life. And I joined, a, it's called New York Health Club. And I joined the gym and I hired a personal trainer and the trainer was going to show me all the equipment. And he said, you know, before I show you the equipment, go warm up downstairs and, you know, go on the treadmill. And I looked at the treadmill and I said, oh my God, what is this? And how am I turning this on? <laughs> I mean, I saw people sweating and working out and really getting into it. And here I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. <laughs> so I actually asked, which is really a faux pas, the runner who was running next to me, excuse me, 
<laughs> and she stopped. She was very, very nice about it. And she showed me how to turn it on. And, and that's really how it started. I started by just going on that treadmill for the first time. And, and putting yourself in an environment that's not familiar, right? Like that uncomfortableness. I recently went back to the gym after a long time. Uh, we had COVID and everything and, and, and shutdowns. And it took me a while to say, all right, I'm going to go back to the gym. But it, a couple of friends from triathlon team were like going and they're like, come on, just, it'll be fun. But I had a moment where I was by myself and I've been going for a long time, but I had that thing come back to me, which was like, you know, this is, this is uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable, everybody else knows what they're doing. They walk in, it's like they have a spreadsheet, even though they don't of what they're going to do, a list, uh, a training. And I I'm standing there like, just pretend you know what you're doing. <laughs> but the reality is, but the reality is like, like what you say is, is asking, asking for help, you know? And yeah, some people are, are, they may not help you. They may be like, you know, stay on their treadmill and not focus. That's awesome that this person stopped and, and said, this is how you turn it on and, and to put yourself out there. And you've at that beginning time and talking about your company for me as a mom. And at the time that I was working, raising my girls, it's, it is very challenging. We're, we're pulled in so many different directions. And I almost wonder at that time, did you experience a big pushback from those social circuit circles? because you can't do it all and then add, right? You can't like go to all those social networking things and late night things and add taking care of yourself. So some things have to go. And so how did you deal with that? How did you deal with saying, sorry guys, I'm not, I'm not making it to this happy hour. Yeah. I stopped, I stopped going. I, I stopped. Yeah. And, and I definitely got pushed back and it impacted my business, but it was okay because I needed to do this for me. I could not keep going on the way I was going and hustling the way I was hustling without taking a break and saying, you know what, I need to regroup because I was killing myself. I really was. I was just, work. I just felt like it was just all too overwhelming. Everybody came first before me and I just, I couldn't keep it up. It just couldn't. Yeah. No, I, I, and it, that gives so many people awareness in hearing that. And then I want to say permission. A friend of mine was like, it's not that we need permission. We just need a reminder. We give ourselves the permission. We, we tell ourselves, okay, go ahead and take it. And just like on the flight, you know, when they say, you know, put the, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You can't help others unless you help yourself. So I'm glad that this happened, this epiphany happened, this awareness happened for you. And as you went through these, these shifts and, and getting the personal trainer and taking on these challenges with your very good friend of, you know, we're going to sign up for this and we're going to do this. What was interesting to me is I'm in Florida. So a lot of your events were, were down here. And I know that your parents had moved down here. And so you had gone through that. And again, I express my deepest condolences. You guys have to read the book. Hillary opens up to us and shares some really personal life experiences that many of us have experienced in loss, loss of a parent, loss of family members. And so, you know, did these events help you or challenge you? I know you, you went through quite a few different experiences. And again, I want people to, to get the book to read more into it, but there are a lot of different experiences that you went through. 
And I just wonder, like, how do you come away with that? I think that the endurance sports helped me to understand myself more, if that makes any sense. You know, but you spend a long time alone with yourself, right? And there were times when I was out there running or cycling or even swimming for a long time where I started to process some of these things that happened to me in my life. And it just, it helped me. It really helped me. And that's when I realized, you know what? This is so good for me. This is so much better than, you know, working my butt off and, you know, trying to make money. But you know what? You're better off just <laughs> having less money and being happy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. really yeah. appreciating the moment, you know, because yeah. that moment won't come again. Right. And so your your children were growing and they're watching their mom. And over the years, how has, have they communicated to you how this has impacted them? I wonder. Absolutely. I mean, they, they were interviewed um, by a new, a local newspaper and they both talk about how it impacted them and it impacted them in such a positive way. My daughter is a runner as a result. She loves running. And I think that seeing me you know, first struggling and then getting into it motivated her and my son as well. I mean, he's done a bunch of races with me, although he doesn't love running. He does <laughs> like endurance sports. Like he's done other types of th events and he's done it because he felt like I helped him to, you know, overcome some of that. So, yeah. So I think that they've both have really grown and really, you know, matured as adults, having my positive experience help them, you know, especially when I did the New York City Marathon, that was just incredible. It was such a, it was such a huge accomplishment for me. I didn't think I could do it. I never thought I could ever do that in a million years. And here I was doing it and they were helping me. And throughout the whole race, I mean, they just really helped me. You know, my son texting me from Berkeley, you know, you know from uh, UC Berkeley, my daughter handing me the, you know, hydration. I mean, my, my, my husband was like, you know, he would have stayed home <laughs> if they hadn't said, oh, dad, we need you there. We need you. <laughs> You got to get out there. Mom needs you. She needs you out there. What a beautiful moment. What a beautiful moment to experience with your family. It really is something special when we experience it for ourselves, but then it transcends to others. It's like magic. Yeah. It yeah, comes full absolutely. circle, doesn't it? Here is your daily reminder to take a pause, hydrate, refuel, and recover. Oftentimes we forget that we need to incorporate some of the things that we do in our endurance training in our everyday lives. So here's your daily reminder, hydrate, refuel, and recover. You've got this. Why we try is the name of the show. So it's fair to say that the why in your try has, has significantly 
transformed and, and grown. And now it's, I mean, now we're in a whole nother level right now because I will, again, put all of Hillary's information in the notes of the show for her Instagram and her social media, her podcast. Now you're reaching even further, which aligns to me, it's amazing. It aligns with what you've been doing for so many years, you know, your PR firm. It's like, do you ever step back and be like, oh my gosh, wait, they're they're all coming together. Like how, how does that happen? You know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote the book and thought to myself, if I could help people, you know, random people out there who I don't know, who I, you know, don't know me, if I could help them in some way, just change their life if they're unhappy, because I was unhappy. Yeah, I was making a lot of money. And yeah, I was feeding a lot of people, but I was unhappy. I was just, I was miserable. And I needed to change. And I think if people out there are, you know, looking to change their life, that this could help them. And it doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be an, an endurance athlete. You know, I just, actually an IT guy who used to work for me many, many years ago. He was a young guy when he, when we first met and he recently read my book and he said to me, Hillary, I cannot get, I didn't think I was going to like this book at all. He says, I can't believe how much I loved this book and it helped right. me. And just hearing that from him just made me feel so good, you know, just because yeah. that's yeah. what I want to do, you know, and that's why yeah. this book is so important to me, because I yeah. do, because I know there are people out there who want to change their lives who don't aren't happy. And I want yeah. them to see that there is a way to make yourself, you know, change your life. It's possible. It's possible. I think, I think that's fair. And, and one of the things that connected me instantly was the fact that you talk about, well, the recession and everything of 2008, you talk about things that I've lived through. And so we, we have all of these ex life experiences, right? You know, and, and so many of us are going through the motions and we survived that hurdle in life. Okay. And then we're going to just keep pushing through. Sometimes we ignore instead of pay attention to something inside that's saying, this isn't working, <laughs> this isn't working. And so the way I think I was raised was elbow grease. Oh, I think it was my sister said recently, uh, sweat equity. <laughs> it was like, the more hard work you put in, the more you're going to enjoy the benefits, right? The reap the benefits. And that's, that's great. The problem is, is that if we don't tune into the things that are really providing uh, and nurturing our soul, which for you was sitting there watching these runners, it was, that was something for you. It was like, What's going on here? I need to tap into this. The reason that that hits home with me is because I, I met my coach's wife back then. She had just joined the team. They, they hadn't even started dating yet. And she came out and she was smiling. And I'm like, why are you smiling? And you say that in the book, there's a part where you're going into the gym and they're like, enjoy your workout. And you're like, enjoy my workout. What are you crazy? How am I going to enjoy this? This isn't enjoy. However, for so long, that's how we go to work. You know, we're going to work and uh, we're schlepping through it. And we're like, here we go, go to work. 
and try to make the, the most out of it and squeeze and squeeze and squeeze that orange or lemon or whatever. But then there's nothing left inside kind of, right? Like the happy hour ends and we have a headache, you know, and, and like you're saying, you know, it's like not benefiting us weight wise or how you feel health wise. And then there's so many other moments, guys, in this book. There's so many experiences that you've had that we on the reader side have experienced in similar ways. But you share it in such a way like I feel like I'm having a cup of coffee with you and you're sharing it with me. I wanted to ask you, were you keeping, I know you have a blog. Were you also just keeping uh, like notes and journals of, of your during your training? Because it's really beautiful the way you you compiled this. I have been journaling my whole entire life. So when blogging first came out, like in the early 2000s, I was jumped right on. And from the time that I entered the gym until through today, I've been documenting everything that I do do and mostly put it on my blog and what happened was the the whole backstory of from couch potato to endurance athlete was that my seo guy said to me you know you've got way way too much on your blog you, you know i've been blogging since 2010 2011 on the a triathletes diary blog so he said to me, do me a favor, go through it and take off stories like old dated stories. And I started to take off the stories. And I used to actually write before I started my blog, I wrote for another blog called Broad Critics. And I had a column called A Runner's Diary. So I had documented the whole thing on there and then transferred it over to my blog. And what I did was I took all those stories off. There were, oh my God, I had about 350 pages of content. And then I started reading it. And I said to Lisa, who is my business partner, I said, what do you think? You think this is a book? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But she said, you've got to add your personal life into it. You've got to add your business life into it. It's not going to work unless that stuff is in there. Because she's like, there's a part in the book where I, my dad, I go to Las Olas and I do the triathlon there. And, and my dad comes for the first time, he sees me doing a triathlon. And at the end of it, he says to me, I'm so proud of you. And Lisa says to me, why was your dad, like, why did that make such a big difference that your dad was so proud of you? Like, what, can you dig a little deeper here? <laughs> you share so much, you get so personal and, and your vulnerability is what um, it is, is it, it relates to the rest of us because we all are sitting here going through life experiences with family and people and when you when you're in the endurance world it is not an easy path and how we're told well there's not many many of that what's the percentage of us right like there's not many people that do any of these things so it's like kind of it can be lonely right <laughs> it can be lonely sometimes but the reality is is that by you sharing those experiences we can relate and we can say oh yeah that's that's just a person sharing their opinion or giving their feedback. And yeah, like Lisa said to you, you know, why was that so important? And because it is, it's totally relatable. It, it, it is yeah. important. 
you know? It's funny that you said, you know, you talk about vulnerability. I, I'll tell you, before the book was published, I was a nervous wreck thinking, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? Because I'm adding these things into the book that I never told anybody about. And here I'm like putting my whole life Boom. out on the table. I know. For people that don't know you. For, for know. people that don't know you. Like, here you go. And then the people, then the people who do know me haven't even uh, read the book yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't that interesting? Because I, I just I, you and I can relate on that level very, very much. You know, I, I I'll use my daughters for example. I mean, they're teenagers, and one's eleven, and you know, they'll tell me, "What are you What are you talking about on your podcast?" You know, and so I always think of them, and I I will sometimes talk a little bit and put a nod to them because they may not listen right now, and they may never listen. But they may have a moment in their life where they too are sitting there going, I'm being pulled in every different direction. What the heck was my mother talking about? And hopefully they can press play and or call me, you know, but hopefully if, if I'm not there, they, they can listen and they can hear it. And I think that your children forever are going to have you. Like this to me is as a mom is just like you gave us all a gift too. like, uh, you know, as a, as a daughter of parents who have passed away can totally relate from, you know, a creative standpoint of where we have these feelings, especially when you went through a, a part where you were really questioning endurance sports and, and why is why am I doing this? You, you, you have this loss. And, you know, again, I want people to, to read it. So I don't want to give anything away. It really touched me. It really touched me. I've had those moments too. And, and to come back to it, Sometimes I have found in different parts of it. That's why I like triathlon because there's three different sports. And one of the things I wanted to ask you is like, you know, for swimming, I, I notice now on social media, you're swimming, taking that time to go for the swim. And I find that so beautiful. How does that feel for you doing that? Like how that, what a gift to yourself. And did you, do you ever kind of go back and pinch yourself and be like, here I am, I'm jumping in that water where you could just get, go home. You know, you could just go home, but you're getting in the water. And how, how's that feel for you? Yeah. I mean, I went in the open water for the first time <clears throat> yesterday. <laughs> and unfortunately, the water here is not like Florida. <laughs> so it's freezing. It was, it was <laughs> very chilly. I would say um, my watch said it was 62 degrees. Ooh. So that's cold. It's it's and warming I, up for you guys right now, isn't it, up there? <laughs> I think I need booties. I think I need yeah. to wear booties. My feet were freezing the entire time. But oh after I got used to it, I thought, wow. I mean, I, I'm swimming and the moon is still in the sky and the sun is starting to rise. And it is just so magnificent. And I'm so grateful for where I live, you know, to be able to do that. It's special. It's really special. It Let's take a sip of our favorite beverage. We're going to go ahead and get ready for our five questions or rapid fire round. Okay, guys, here we go. Rapid fire round with Hillary Topper. All right. First question we have is, I think, I think you might've alluded to it a little bit, but your favorite time to train is this a are you a sunrise girl or sunset 
I'm absolutely a sunrise girl. I get up super, super early and I get out there. If I don't do it in the morning, it won't happen. <laughs> All right. So make sure we set an early alarm and get up and get out there. All right. Second question is um, a favorite triathlon or, or race. It can be any type of endurance race that you really enjoyed. One for a beginner and, and maybe one that was really challenging. So I absolutely love the Smith Point Triathlon, which is a local Long Island event power triathlon. It's just, I don't know, there's just, so, it's not like the most beautiful, but it's a great one for beginners. It's, it's nice. It's just, it's mellow. Everybody comes out for it. It's just That's a, a good lot time. of fun. And what time of year is that one? That one is in August. It's usually the first week in August. And then in terms of the challenging one, I would say, you know, St. Croix was ridiculously challenging. But I also thought, even though it's flat, I thought Miami Man was pretty challenging. And I <laughs> love that race. That was one of my favorite races. Really? Really? I So here I am, Miami. I have not yet done it. And I have so many people no. ask me, have you done my, I know. And I have not yet done it. I know my coaches would be like, I guess when you we're going to sign you up for. No, I haven't. I haven't. I love that I race. I just awesome. think that's, a, I'm going to do that next year. So maybe we'll do it together. Oh, all right. So now, now I have a reason. I guess the way that I've looked at it is again, and, and maybe this happens to you when it comes to a little bit longer of a race, I do look outside of where I am. Cause I like to make it part of like a vacation. When you live in South Florida, and I know that not many people would agree with me right now on this, but I recently came back from Boston and we had some crazy weather. I did a 103 mile ride with Best Buddies Challenge and it was frigid and cold and windy and rainy and I loved it. And I liked it because I'm in the heat all the time. So if you're doing Miami, uh, Miami man, I'm definitely gonna look into it then, awesome. Awesome. All right. And the third question is, who is your hype up person? So who is it that that person that can motivate well, you? I have right now I have three, my daughter, her husband and my son, I would say those three. And of course, I can't not mention my grand dog, Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be a hype up fur baby too. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> they get us going. They get us psyched, right? <laughs> awesome. Absolutely. Okay. And number four, your favorite gear. Tell us about your favorite gear. Well, I have so many. I do love the Myostorm uh, Meteor. It's a round ball and it vibrates and heats. And I take it with me wherever I go and it's great. But I also would say my bike. I love my bikes. I, you know, I think that we become very passionate about our bikes. I have yes. two bikes. One right now is in the shop, unfortunately, but they're both QR bikes. And I've been riding my tri bike and loving it. Like, I'm just so excited. Oh, yes. So, and, yeah. and I, I want to ask, do you, do you name your bikes? Because recently I've had people tell me they name their bikes. And I'm like, I've never named my bike. So I was thinking no. I'm going to 
have I to mean, start doing it, right? A, a lot of people name their bikes. I don't oh, know. Yeah. You just become, you You have this special bond with a bike. It's the strangest thing. Yeah, but you're on it for a long period of time. So, you know, you kind of have to, you got to really love your bike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know? I absolutely love them. So, yes. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. And the last question I have is a hype up song or a playlist that you can share with us. Tell us what gets Hillary going. So, you know, there was a time where I was trying to do 500. This is before I got into triathlons. I was trying to do 500 miles in a year, which is not the easy. I mean, a lot, you see a lot of people doing a thousand and 1500. I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. that's it's, it's hard to do 500. So I, I would use 500 miles as my hype up song. And now I love, you know, I love listening to people like bleachers and fun and, you know, like songs that like just get you going and, you know, positive. I mean, yeah, positive, hyper, you know, just <laughs> fun, you know, and, uh, and you'll find when, even when I'm like swimming or biking or running, sometimes, you know, if I'm alone and I'm listening to them on my uh, aftershocks, yeah. I will sing, like I'll get to the end of the lane and you'll see me mouthing something <laughs> or kick <laughs> toward <laughs> and so you use them do you use you use the those what are they their aftershock is that what it's called i i they're, don't have a they're pair bone, still... they're bone conductors right so you ah. can hear everything which is really important especially like when you're running and cycling no yeah yeah you know and and i actually use them in the water as well i had they have they make a pair that you can use in the water and you know it's just it just makes me feel so good when I'm in the open water or doing a pool workout and listening yeah. to my favorite songs and just gets me going. Love it. Awesome. Good, good tips we have gotten today. Thank you, Hillary, so much for your time with us today. And, and guys, again, I'll put a link on where you can get from couch potato to endurance athlete by Hillary Topper here. And, and you, you definitely want to get it. I think, you know, for the summer, because it's important. It's a time that you, you know, you want to enjoy your time with your family or enjoy your downtime. And this book will definitely resonate with a lot of people. So Hillary, thanks so much for taking the time to put all those, all those journal entries and, and listening to Lisa to pour the personal stuff into it too. It's really important. Thank you so yeah. much. And thanks for your time today. This was fun. Thank you so much for having me. Make sure that you guys look in the notes of the show so that you can follow Hillary over on Instagram and all of her social media. She's on all the socials. She doesn't stop. She literally just doesn't stop. <laughs> she keeps moving forward and it's it's been a delight. So thank you and have a, a great rest of your week. Thank you. This concludes today's episode. I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed having the conversation. Make sure you go over to Spotify and click the follow button so that you never miss another episode. Please leave a comment or question in the comment section of today's episode. I'm eager to find out what you think about this podcast and to make sure I bring more of what you want to hear. Don't forget, always carry on 24-7. Keep moving forward. You've got this.